my stories. Written by my dad. It's my dad too! <laughs> West Texas Aliens This story takes place some time ago in a world far, far away called West Texas at the dawn of an era where President Reagan had been elected and Star Wars wasn't a trilogy yet. The desert was vast and empty, and before the night was over, I was going to meet visitors from another world. Aliens, that is. They were running a hamburger shop. Long car rides were a different thing back then, mainly because seatbelts were a suggestion. If you were a child and your parents had a back seat, you could lay right across it, and your only concern was rolling off. Car rides, by the way, were always long in West Texas. My dad was an oil field man. If you know what that is, then you're probably picturing some roughneck Texan who worked the wells. He wasn't one of those. He was college educated with a degree in geology. He'd been hired by the oil company to do science stuff. That meant days out in the desert and sometimes nights. Everything was bigger in Texas. My dad would sleep out under the stars rather than come home when his days were long. One day, after begging long enough, he let me go with him. We traveled from well to well. We'd break out all sorts of scientific equipment, doing seismic tests, flow tests, and all the rest of the boring tests. He started his day in a clean shirt, but by noon he was dusty and glazed in oil. At sundown, we were still out bumping along dirt roads in the company pickup. By dinner time, we were trying to find our way back to the highway. Occasionally, my dad had to stop and take out a folded paper mat. He'd turn on the dome light and laid it out on the front seat. Are we lost? I was looking through the window at the stars. Of course not, he said. GPS wasn't a thing, and the company map wasn't much help, so yes, we were definitely lost. Dad drove on for a while longer, till he found a paved road. I started to drift off to sleep. Then I heard him say, I see some lights up ahead. I sat up, looking past his shoulder. They sure are bright. You could see them for miles. Must be a convenience store or something, he suggested. Though I don't know who out here this place would be convenient for. As we got closer, the building started to take shape. It was small and round. I was leaning against my dad's seat, staring ahead. Suddenly, there was a flash. What was that? I asked. My dad rubbed his eyes. No idea. I looked again at the building. The lights were golden and blue, shining out of the darkness. On the highway, there were rest areas with gas stations and fast food. But I didn't see pumps or a McDonald's sign. Is it a restaurant? I asked. Could be, my dad said. He was trying to make sense of what he was seeing. Yeah, I think you're right. That's what it is. Fast food. Are you hungry? I'm super hungry. And maybe we can ask for directions, I suggested. We're not lost, my dad muttered. We continued down the road, but we still didn't see a sign. He pulled into the parking lot. It was round, circling the building with lines long enough to fit a semi in. The asphalt sounded weird under our tires. We parked right in front of the entrance. At least we assumed it was the entrance, since it was the only opening that didn't look like the porthole on a cruise ship, and it had the most light shining from it. We got out of the truck. What do you think they have? I asked. I'm in the mood for a burger and some fries, my dad said, looking for a handle. The door opened before he even touched it, sliding out of his way. Inside, there were metal tables, polished to shine. There was a counter and a board that said in big letters, burgers and fries. They were the only thing on the menu. The cashier was facing away from us, trying to get his paper hat to sit on his long head. He turned as we walked up. Hello, and welcome to the burger place. How may we serve you? He said strangely, as if he wasn't really sure that was the name. I guess I'll have a burger and fries, my dad said. Same for you, Pete? 
I was busy looking around. The place was wild, bright and shiny. Then I looked at the cashier. There was something wrong with him, but I couldn't quite figure out what it was. He just didn't look right. His skin was sort of gray and waxy, and his eyes were too big for his head. Um, you know what, Dad? I'm not hungry anymore. Are you sure? You just said you were in the car. The cashier smiled at me. No, I'm definitely not hungry. I started backing away. Maybe we should go. Come on, Pete, I gotta eat something, and I need a coffee. My dad turned to the cashier. You do have coffee. The cashier tilted his head, looking confused. A caffeine-rich substance derived from a crushed, dehydrated bean, he asked. Um, yeah, my dad said. No, we don't have that, the cashier answered. Stimulants are not included in our menu. Well, do you have anything to drink at all? I can provide you with a milkshake. It is fresh from a locally frozen bovine. It is my understanding that it goes well with a burger and fries. The cashier was looking down, typing on an advanced register. My dad nodded. You know what? That does sound good. Pete, you want one? Nope, not a chance, I said, still moving further from the counter. Suit yourself, my dad shrugged, turning back to the cashier. So what do I owe you? Oh yes, money. The cashier looked up. One of your dollars will suffice. Only a dollar? My dad asked in surprise. Is that a problem? No, it's just nice to see you can still get a deal in America. Dad took out his wallet. He loved a bargain. You could pay more if you wish, the cashier suggested. My dad shook his head and smiled as he handed him the dollar. The cashier looked at the green bill, not sure what to do with it. He ended up placing it neatly down on the counter. Yeah, food will be ready in a moment. Please have a seat. Dad went to, over to the tables. I didn't follow him. As much as I wanted to leave... There was one thing I had to do, and it wasn't going to wait. I'd been a while since we last stopped. Out in the desert, by the oil rigs, it wasn't a big deal to just go outside. That's what all the roughnecks did. But with a restaurant right here, even one as strange as this, I felt bad relieving myself in the parking lot. So I asked, does this, have, does this place have a restroom? I was asking my dad, but the cashier overheard. He came back to the counter. You are in need of a place to deposit your waste? I had to think about the question before I answered. Um, yeah? Solid or liquid? The cashier asked. Just the liquid, please? I said, though my belly did feel a little funny. The cashier motioned with his hand, and a number of lights went on in the hallway to the left of the counter. You may proceed this way. Follow the lights. Do not depart from the given path. They will show you to the proper instrument for disposal. I looked at the hallway. It was dark, except for a glow on the floor. It was hard to tell how far back it went. The walls and the floors curved in, more like a tunnel. Hey, Dad, do you need to go? No, I'm good. Are you sure? Go take care of your business. As soon as I eat, I want to be back on the road, he answered. I really needed the bathroom. It was the only reason I was willing to take a single step down that tunnel. The lights were shining softly. They should have been easy to follow, but truth be told, I could be a little distractible. A door opened in front of me, but I didn't go in. Questions were entering my head, like, why are they so worried about me getting lost? What's back here to get lost in? It hadn't dawned on me yet that I might not actually be in a restaurant. Sure, it was strange, but I didn't know just how strange yet. The blue lights told me to turn, but I kept walking, curious about a sound coming from up ahead. If ever you're in a burger joint and you hear what I heard, do what I should have done and leave and do it in a hurry. The noise coming from around the corner shouldn't have been there. It was a cow mooing. You never want to hear that in a restaurant. I followed the sound through the dark and saw a red light up ahead. I turned the corner and there was the cow. It was staring at me with those big sad cow eyes. 
Cows are a common sight in Texas with all the cattle ranching, but you don't usually see them indoors. I knew this was a dairy cow, too, not because I was an expert, but because the cow was in the middle of being milked by the cashier. It was up on a round, glowing platform. That's where the red light was coming from. This was strange enough, but what happened next was even weirder. The cashier moved his stainless steel bucket away. Then there was a blast of cold air as the platform went from glowing red to glowing blue. The cow's eyes were still open, but it was no longer moving. It had been flash-frozen. You could see ice clinging to its nostrils. I stared at it as the glowing platform dropped into the floor, disappearing, taking the only light with it. I felt frozen, too, but then the cashier got up. He was turning towards me. You might ask how I saw this. Well, I may have misspoken when I said that the only light was coming from the platform. It wasn't the only light. The cashier himself was glowing a soft green. I ducked to the side as he came near me. I saw his eyes. They were the brightest thing on him. But I didn't know if he saw me. The really weird thing, as if anything wasn't weird about a glowing fast food worker, but the weirdest of all the weirdness was that his glowing body didn't seem to match up with the rest of them, like something else was hidden inside. Even his face was different. I would have taken a closer look, but I was too busy freaking out and getting my whole body tucked away in a corner. As the glowing cashier came towards me, a door opened and I darted in. The door shut silently, and I found myself in what I assumed was the bathroom. I had a couple of reasons to think that this was the bathroom. One, it was on the same side of the hall where the blue lights that I should have followed had been guiding me, and two, it had what appeared to be urinals up against the wall. Admittedly, they are the most advancing-looking urinals I'd ever seen. A urinal, by the way, if there's any girls listening to this, who haven't seen the inside of a men's room, is a toilet you can only go number one in. It goes against the wall and was designed to make it faster, cleaner, and easier, and way more awkward to go pee in a crowded bathroom. Some urinals hang at the right height for a man, and some are lower for boys. But some cut the whole height thing out altogether and go all the way to the floor. That's what I thought I was dealing with here, a full-length urinal. It wasn't. Now I know what you're thinking. How could I be worried about using the bathroom when I just seen a cow flash frozen and a cashier that glows? Well, I'll tell you this. If I didn't have to go before those two things, the urge certainly didn't get any less after. I approached the urinal. It was glowing, of course, with lights inside. I looked down and could see a drain at the bottom. I undid my belt and pants, and I aimed. I'll say no more about it except this. Sweet relief. I was finishing up when I heard the door open behind me. I turned and saw a creature in a silver suit. His skin was green, and his eyes were huge. He looked very much like the cashier, only when he was glowing. He obviously wasn't human. He stared at me and said something in another language. It didn't sound happy. I stared at him, not saying a thing. My hand was still on my fly. Luckily, it was up. He said it again in the same language, still gesturing with his long fingers. I was face to face with an angry alien. It's astounding, really, that my response was, I'm sorry, I don't know what you're saying. Screaming and running would have been more appropriate. He rolled his head. I think he would have rolled his eyes, but he had no pupils. Then he touched a button on his belt. Suddenly, he was speaking English. I said, what on earth do you think you're doing? I looked back at the urinals. I wasn't sure how to flush it. I was peeing, I answered. In my hibernation pod, he demanded. I'm sorry, you're what? That's my hibernation pod. He came closer, looking down at what I'd done. I moved back out of his way. He put his hand to the spot 
where his nose would have been if he had a nose. He covered the two slit-like openings instead. Oh, the smell! How foul! He went back to the door and opened it. Zotho! Zotho! Get in here! Look at this! Look at what your silly idea has resulted in! I've got human waste in my hibernation pod! I was about to try running. I may have even felt the urge to scream. But then the cashier was standing in the doorway, his eyes nearly bugged out of his head. This is not a figure of speech, by the way. That's literally what happened. He was staring at me, and his eyes popped out. I told you to follow the lights, he said. He turned to the other alien and repeated, I told him to follow the lights. I really wish that I'd follow the lights. Look, I could just go, I said, moving along the wall towards the door. The cashier would have put down the tray he was holding if he wanted to grab me. It was my dad's order. I saw french fries and a burger and a great big milkshake. Here, bring this to your parental unit, the cashier said, holding the tray out to me. What? I asked. The large human is your father, is he not? Bring him this. It's his food. Thanks to you, I have a mess to clean up. He motioned with his head towards the urinal hibernation pod. I took the tray. The food didn't smell half bad. I stood there, staring at the two beings. They were arguing in that foreign language. Finally, the cashier looked back at me. Well, go on. What are you waiting for? It's going to get cold. I started to walk away. Then I heard him call behind me. By the way, you didn't see anything. Understood? I was out in the hall with the blue light at my feet, directing me back out into the dining room. I nodded my head and walked away. I set the tray down in front of my father. He'd been staring out the window. I don't know how good a business these people expect to have way out here. I haven't seen a single car go by. He picked up his burger and took a bite. Then he washed it down with some milkshake. I suppose I should have stopped him. But to be honest, I was still trying to process what I'd seen. My dad ate his meal quickly. As he was plowing through the last of his fries, he said to me, Boy, you sure are quiet tonight. Are you tired? I opened my mouth to answer, but then the cashier came over. I didn't see where he came from. How was your meal? he asked. Very good, my dad said. The milkshake was delicious. Excellent. It's good to know we got it right. The cashier took up the empty tray, and my dad got up. We headed towards the door. By the way, can you point me in the direction of town? Dad asked. The cashier pointed with one long finger. Just follow the road that way. Safe travels. Thank you, my dad said. We went out and got into the truck. I climbed in the back seat as he pulled away. I was looking back at the restaurant, staring at the lights. I waited for a while. They were almost out of sight, below a hill, when I watched the entire thing lift off from the desert. It hovered for a second. Then in a flash, it was gone. I didn't say anything to my dad. And any time he brought up that trip or talked about how good that milkshake was, I'd just nod my head and get real quiet.